Windshield time again. This is uh, the first episode of Windshield time since the Tennessee law became effect. But you can't became effect. Just chopped up. Uh, chopped up English. My wife was trying to say something to my son this morning about wanting a bottle or something. And she sounded like she was just trying to do a bad Latino accent when she was just trying to speak to a nine-month-old. Um, yeah, since the Tennessee law came into effect saying you can't have anything to do with your mobile device. And uh, I, it is what it is, man. I just hit record, take off driving, and then get to a point to pull over and hit stop. Stop! Stop! <clears throat> Good times. Monday morning, dropped the kids off at school, picked up donuts for the teachers, rolled into the Dunkin' and all the employees are sitting out back smoking. I have good confidence that those are the people handling my donuts. Oh, oh, vaping menthol fingers. I'm assuming they smoke menthols. Not for any other reasons. It was just like 19-year-old white kids back there smoking cigarettes. I say 19. They're probably in their early 20s. When you got... Alright, let's, let's just go ahead and lay this out there. There's certain like things that you can do to your body to guarantee that you're probably never going to be considered for a job that pays more than what you're currently making. One is the, the, uh, the between the nostrils ta- uh, piercing. Yeah, the, the, the piece of meat between your nose. When you wear that piercing to work, yeah. Probably not going to be nominating Katie for uh, the district manager position we have open, managing 14 different Dunkins. Uh, what's the other one? The, uh, the visible large neck tattoo, not even on the side. I'm talking about like directly below your chin neck tattoo. It's like a snake or, um, you know, like a limb from a tree coming up from your chest. It's, it's just like letting somebody read, uh, the last 10 words of a, of a book, that tattoo when am I ever? When do I ever want to see you with your shirt off so I can get the whole vision of this piece of art? That's gonna be never. Let's see what else? Yeah, the knuckle tattoos, the whole hand knuckles. I like how people that get sleeve tattoos just like stop right around their wrists because you know because I wear long sleeve shirts a lot and my cufflinks completely take off if anybody ever sued me I had tattoos. Why stop, man? Don't pump the brakes. Get all your fingers and your palms and everything. So it's like one big tattoo print. And this is coming from a guy that's got tattoos and thinking about getting more. But it's just funny and how arbitrary is people's placement of those are. Uh, what else? Oh, if you carry one of those vaping robot dick things around, that's just like, do you realize how much technology has gone into making a cell phone as thin as it is that can do as much stuff as it can and you are you are carrying something that looks like it needs 2D batteries it's just massive just so you can vaporize vegetable oil that's been flavored with Dr. Pepper caffeine and cotton candy it's just like you don't deserve technology if that's like your jam I just, I don't understand how you could ever look cool or it would ever just, I don't know what the upside of vaping would be 
to have to keep track of those. That's why I never even started smoking. I tried, but I can't. I could. I it's it, smoking is too much shit to keep up with. You got your lighter, and am I going Bic lighter or am I going cool leather holster uh, Zippo lighter that I got custom made, or am I going butane lighter? Because I want my cigarette lit up quick, man. I don't, I want to be able to weld the side of a John boat together and light this cigarette really quickly with my butane lighter. I mean, what do you need to light that quick? You know, or am I gonna go old school matches? I think I, I think I would go old school book of matches if I if I if I ever smoked, just because it's like maybe a little nostalgic. Or I could go, or instead of doing the Zippo leather pouch pocket thing, I could do. Uh, you know, like people have like their smartphone. They have those uh, cases that have a clip to their belt where they can pop them off. I do one about that size, but it's thicker, and it's just for the uh, the old school hand whittled matches that I use. They're they're going to be about seven inches long. The matches are, so I don't want I don't want to get my fingers to smell like smoke. So I can light those. These think camp uh, campfire or fireplace matches. Those are the kind of matches that I'm going to have to uh, to light my my cigarettes off of. And, I'm, and I want a cigarette holder. I'm not letting the, that dirty cigarette paper touch my lips. I want a custom cigarette holder. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. If I ever started smoking, man, let's, let's go all the way. Let's not pump our brakes with your silly little yellow tiny Bic lighter that can fit in your package of folding cigarettes. I want a non-filtered soft pack do they even make non-filters anymore? Non-filtered soft pack of cigarettes, like uh, the old school. What was the ones that looked like that had Target on them? Was that Doral or one of them that you can just shake the? You get good at just shaking the cigarette package, and your cigarette pops up. Get that good at it. But I, but I want my cigarette holder also. There's a happy balance there. That's what I'm going for if I'm smoking. That's my, that's my vape tangent. I think vapes. Vapes are gonna. Vapes are vapes are the modern day uh, friend that got their nose pierced or their ear pierced in the '90s. That that still just has that omnipresent hole they can't get rid of. You know, you still got that hole in your nose. You still got that hole in your ear. Just the one ear. That's Walmart was only thirty-five dollars to get the one ear done. I was really close to getting my ear pierced, so I can't really be that negative about anybody that did that. I'm just glad it wasn't me. My dad talked me out of it. He wasn't a fan, to say the least. I have to admit, I had a bleach blonde rat tail, and that, you just can't, you can't punch up a rat tail, man. It's it's already there, so. Um, but yeah, since, uh, going back to, since the laws changed in Tennessee, where you can't hold your phone or use it or anything while you're driving, I would like. I want to see how many. I want to see if it, it's changed any behavior in the morning um, of what people are doing. All right. What we got? We got Fiat in front of us. Has anybody ever driven a Fiat? Because it's like the best car. Fiat just seems like something that you, if you're in a pinch in Europe and you need to drive, or you're like in France, like all that we have is a Fiat, and you're like, ah, everybody else is driving Fiat. But I've never heard of people just say like, man, I swear by Fiat, they're a good car. 
I like this Fiat when they uh, had a big push in the United States. Their go-to was to get Jennifer Lopez on their commercials. That seemed legit. But got a Fiat in front of me. Got some goofy sticker on their windshield. This podcast brought to you by Nashville Shores. Season passes on sale now, only $59.99. Of course, again, none of these sponsors ever know they're sponsoring the show. I just noticed their billboard or advertisement while driving in. I thought I'd give them a little extra here. Let's see what else. This is also brought to you by the doTERRA Wellness Advocate. I'm sure it's some multi-level marketing shit that your friend Sherry wants you to get into because she had a friend of a friend that lives in Iowa that's making $12,000 a month. She failed to mention that this friend in this multi-level marketing scheme got in 12 years ago. Happens to own the company. But look at all the money. All the sticker on this Fiat is, uh, you shall not pass. And it's got like a wizard dude with his arms open. I'm sure that's a movie reference, but I have no idea. All right, coming to our usual Stewart's Ferry slowdown here. And when you get up here to see what they're slowing down for, oh, yeah, that's right. It's for no reason at all. We just, somebody pumped the brakes, and now everybody's got to do it. Coming from the guy that just pumped his brakes. But, yeah, man, how's everybody doing? We, um, adventurous weekend. We have our uh, nine, almost ten month, nine month, nine and a half month old. Suffering through one brutal case of diaper rash. It's the most painful thing, just soul-sucking thing you ever have to deal with. The same when your children in pain that they, uh, it just sucks in general. Um, yeah, so we're going through that, dealing with that with him right now. Not fun at all. I have noticed a lot more state troopers on the way in. Well, if they're checking out people that are on their phones. Or how many people are just oblivious as a state trooper pulling up next to them? I got a state trooper just cruising like it's just Saturday night. He's in small town USA going through a Sonic parking lot. Passing the dam. It's going to be a beautiful day. But yeah, we did that. Went to the splash pad with the kids yesterday over at the Don Fox Park. We went to that park like 10 times before I realized the splash pad was free. Like, I ain't going to need cash to pay to get in. They're like, no, it's free. I'm like, what? They even have an employee that sits there that uh, just makes sure everybody's staying safe. An attendant just sits there at the pool. Splash pad was good. The four-year-old, Eveline, my oldest daughter, her oldest child, she's so good at making friends. Every time we go anywhere, she makes friends with people, kids that are there. Rackley Roofing. I didn't get their digits. They were driving slow. But, um, yeah, we had a good time there. We originally were going to go to another park, but their water splash pad wasn't on. We drove up there. Archie slept on the way there. Got Eveline something to eat. And then he slept. He woke up. Ate. And then she slept. So, in essence, two hours of driving around. But the state park closest to our house, Cedars of Lebanon, always had this massive, like, Olympic-sized swimming pool that they had out there that they even did like triathlons and stuff in it. They're shutting it down and I think they're just tearing the whole thing down. Probably said it wasn't making money. If that was the case when it came to like state and city parks, I mean, honestly, how much money are we talking about we're losing? What, like 50 grand a year? There ain't some money bags in Tennessee willing to kick that in so the people of rural Tennessee can have an Olympic-sized swimming pool to play in? 
It was an awesome pool too, because it was all spring fed, so the water stayed cold all summer long. Um, that was a good one. But yeah, man, that's about all we have going on. Been a good week in Nashville. We had the Music City Hot Chicken Festival. It was fun. Uh, got all that out of the way. Help or uh, organize a parade again this year. Good marching crew, good crowd. So, I don't know. There's a certain things in life that you work on, and you're like, oh, yeah, I worked on that. But it's another thing, stuff that you work on, and you can physically see the impact that it's made on people's lives and seeing the kids smile when the fire engines come down the street and, and stuff like that. And that parade, it doesn't cost anything other than time. And then maybe the, the pipe and drum band is 1500 bucks. But other than that, it's a... Uh, it was a really good time that we led into starting the festival and anticlimactic with the festival was really, really fun. And um, all that went really, really well. Like beer sales were good, chicken sales. The Japanese consulate was there, had his personal chef. And um, as we were, they were doing the amateur cook-off and everybody had these chicken breasts or thighs or sides and stuff. They. Um, they got ready to plate them up to serve the contestants. And uh, it was either going to be me or my buddy Steven that works for Piedmont Natural Gas. Going to be cutting them up. And uh, the Japanese consulate's chef was there. And uh, let's just say his knife handling skills were something I'm a bit envious of. Yes, he was only cutting up chicken breast. But still, you could just... It's, it's just like... You can landscape your yard... But when you see a crew of like 25 dudes roll up that just know how to do it and the nuance and making everything look good and like, ah, oh, that's a lot better than I could have done. It's like this dude handling a knife. It's like, yeah, that dude spent 10,000 hours handling that knife. He knows what's up, you know. That was pretty cool. Festival was good. Came home, went out to some friend's house, shot off some fireworks at their house. They live on 60 acres outside Lebanon and the whole family, we were all out there, including my mother-in-law that came down. Didn't get bit by one mosquito out in the country. Again, if anybody's running a mosquito experiment, please feel free to come to my house and gather all you would like. I don't understand why mosquitoes are so damn bad in our neighborhood or in my yard. You can't even get outside and do anything. I mean, literally, I sprayed and lathered my kids up with off and all, everything and I go in the backyard and I look at my daughter and she literally has four or three mosquitoes on her nose and she's a four year old she has a small nose she has like four mosquitoes or three mosquitoes on her nose you know and it's like how do you I, I had to just press my hand against it without like smacking her but um yeah man the mosquitoes are just awful at our house the hoarder house two, two doors down has finally gone on the market but I'm not optimistic to whoever buys it is going to help do much with the uh, has helped do much with the uh, with the mosquito problem for the most part. I would hope, but I don't think there's much. I talked to a dude yesterday that lives on the other side of the road, highway from us, and he has the same exact problem. So I don't know what else, whether there's just that much water underground or what's going on for the most part. But we're kicking around getting some stuff done at our house. I'm optimistic that none of my realtor friends actually listen to this, so um, they're not, they won't blow me up about wanting to sell my house, but we're actually getting some stuff done at our house, potentially going to sell it and maybe move to another older, another house, older house in the area, um, just because the house is way undervalued, what it's on the market right now, but it needs a decent amount of work to it, so 
we'll see another close to I think it's like another 85 90 year old house these folks bought and they raised their family and their kids which are now in their like 50s and 60s and stuff but they ended up moving to a retirement facility and uh, moved out of their house we went to the state sale there almost a year ago but it's a house is still sitting there vacant right now so we'll see it sucks having choices and everything going so well economically wise you know there's a part of me that looks at what we're up in our house every day and just wants to you know to sell the house and just move into a uh, thousand square foot house outside of town and you know live rent free but kids are small and we still have some living to do but it's not like we get, feel like we need to keep up with the joneses by any means but as goes life it is what it is some poor bastard stuck on the side of the road here interstate probably notice the road noise is quiet down because i'm to the usual stretch of spence lane in nashville where it where it slows down i often wonder about buildings that are like uh like i said i think i mentioned in the last show about uh ones that are empty and good economy right now it's like when do you ever expect anybody to lease that out if it's not leased out right now you know what what are you waiting on if it's not leased out right now it's definitely not gonna be leased out when the economy slows down a little bit but this knows one right off of Interstate 40 that's empty right now. Maybe it's just a matter of time. But uh, mother-in-law came down, brought some delicious donut bank donuts from Evansville, Indiana. That didn't suck at all. I'm trying to think what else what was going on last week. Oh, I met with some really good, me and my partner and I met with some good dudes that just started a brewery. I'll be honest, really wasn't the most optimistic going into meeting with folks that are starting a brewery these days because I'm always wondered about the saturation level and like what's your motivation for doing it. But these are some older fellas. I say older, like my age, and um, they uh, come with them a pretty good set of established chops during, for barbecue and a few other things, but really good guys really good conversation i hope everything works out we can work with them but uh either way man they're doing some really good stuff tried all their beers probably the most beer i've drank in quite some time i mean i i tried them like i had like three ounce pours i had like an ounce of each that's about all i needed i don't know why even now just drinking beer even though i don't drink at all just drinking a little bit of beer makes me tired as hell man you know i, I now i know why before whenever i was drinking i would get about eight beers in the need to switch to like red bull and vodka or Red Bull and tequila or something like that. You get enough Red Bull in there, it really doesn't matter. But you got me thinking yesterday when I was driving home that uh, first time I quit drinking, I quit drinking for 90 days. And I made it to about 91, 92 days. And um, was going out with some folks. And I started right back up drinking with a Red Bull and vodka. Uh, like a 32 ounce Red Bull and vodka. And um, had about four or five of those. And I remember like two thirds of the night just getting bored. One, that it's that point of when you catch up with people and they're already like 10 beers deep. Uh, these folks had already been tuned up and I was trying to catch up with them. And I'm like, yeah, that's never going to work out well. Um, and it didn't, of course. It just, you know, it was a, it was a mess. But uh, yeah, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. It seemed rational at the time. It seemed very rational at the time. Yeah, I don't really talk that much about it. I guess I do, but not more of a, I, a, a more of just like, this is the way it is. Man, this works for me. It is what it is. It's not something I think everybody should quit drinking. I, I say that because I think most people do a lot better job of managing it than I did. So I can't, uh, uh, 
And so I was listening to the, the guys from, um, what was the restaurant in Canada? Joe Beef. Listen to those guys on a podcast, and that's what they were talking about. They both got, uh, they both quit drinking, and um, they said it was interesting. They took all their employees out to dinner, and they noticed that ninety-five percent of their employees just had like one or two glasses of wine and just went home. And they're like, "Wow, all this time we always thought that we were the ones that, you know, everybody was right there alongside of us, just raging as much as we were." And then they looked around and realized that, no. That was us. We were the only ones that were drinking two and three bottles of wine each and then splitting a bottle of scotch later in the night. Um, now it's making me wonder if uh, if that has been the case with me also all this time. What Was anybody else drinking 15, 18 beers on a regular basis? Or did I just assume? Did I just assume because I went to so many different bars that everybody was in the same exact spot because I was there? It's kind of funny perspective to look around. Cause like I always say about like uh, eating really hot, spicy food or chicken, is it makes you feel kind of euphoric, much like or like hot chicken or just like spi- really spicy stuff. Uh, there's a point where I say that it makes it feel like your mushrooms are kicking in, because you're looking around like, man, am I the only person that's feeling this? Why is my face hot? Is everybody looking at me? A little bit, kind of like the exact opposite with um, when I was pounding some booze, which uh, we. Uh, at the hot chicken festival the only hot chicken i ever always stay away from is either bolton's hot or bolton's extra hot that it's like one bite of it without even touching your lips will take about an hour to recover from for me it does just like jesse my friend my buddy jesse once turned me on to it he's like here take a bite of this and i was just like oh no man this isn't good at all gave me that really euphoric my mushrooms were kicking in um feeling but um but yeah, that's about all I got. I'm trying to think of anything and missed anything else that's going on since my last trip to Cross Plains, Tennessee. Hope y'all enjoyed that one. Um, I think that's about it. That's all I got going on. Busy week this week. I say busy, just a few meetings here and there. Maybe going up to Indianapolis this weekend for my uh, wife's cousin's 15th birthday. Really not looking forward to a 15th birthday. I can't remember what I did for my 15th birthday, but I can remember what I was doing when I was 15. Uh, it wasn't what he's doing at age 15. When I was 15, in Arkansas, you could um, get your motorcycle license to ride independently and whatever at age 15. So as soon as I turned 15, I had my motorcycle license and I owned a motorcycle and a car. I had a car then too. I was actually driving my car around when I shouldn't have, but yeah, my Impala. I think I had that one, uh, Impala. Had my Impala whenever I was 15. But yeah, I was going anywhere I wanted to go. I don't even think this kid has his permit yet. Plays a lot of soccer and video games. Just shows you it's a different time. I suppose, man. I suppose it's different than what my dad or what my grandparents were doing when they were 15 also. So that's all I got. Signing off for windshield time. I hope y'all have a good week. Enjoy the ride. I sure as hell am. If I was a 24-year-old girl on Instagram, I'd say I'm living my best life, but y'all already know that already. Hope you are too, and shit's good. If not, it's getting better. Have a good week, folks, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, it's almost exactly a year since I started this podcast. Anybody can start a podcast. Now, doing that shit on a regular basis for a year, significantly different. That's all I'm saying. It takes a lot. Talk to you later. Signing off from windshield time.